Hi, welcome to Storytime with Charlie. This is how I lost my job, by doing a good job. This is how an ad agency fired me because I was doing too good of a job. Let me explain to you how this worked and this fun story about how I lost my position as a supervisor at Omnicom because I came in at 20% above efficiency. I ended up being too good, so they let me go because I was a liability to the bottom line of the business. And I prioritized being good at my job versus being good for the company. And that's a big point. So anyway, story time with Charlie. Let's break this thing down. All right, so wind back the clock to the heady days of, well, the Facebook Pixel had just been implemented and Power Editor was still absolutely a thing. Optimized CPM was nothing that anybody was talking about. And you could still buy audiences from data logics and, uh, and, and pay premiums on that. And you'd be getting location targeting. And it was a really fun time because we still had right-hand rail and we were running offer ads and all sorts of fun stuff. And, you know, people were just starting to really understand that the internet was a place where you could spend and make money. And, well, anyway, I was working on a very big brand for a very big ad agency, an international conglomerate ad agency named Omnicom, and I was a supervisor for a brand called Resolution Media. Now, I won't get into the specific clients, so if you know my history, you might have some idea, but let me just tell you, it was a $1 million ad spend, in particular, that caused this problem. Now, I wasn't fired on the spot, but as a result of me over-delivering and doing an extra good job, uh, the writing was on the wall that I had to find a different place to work. So, what happened? Well, first off, let's figure out how an ad agency works. An ad agency, most ad agencies, not all of them, but most ad agencies, especially the really big ones, and a lot of the small ones that are absolutely just dying, are built around a simple premise. You give us money because we promise you results. We then spend your money. We charge you a fee to do the job for you. We also charge you a percentage of the money that we spend. And we tell you the results that you got from it. Seems pretty straightforward. However, there are two things in there that fundamentally um, went against the way that I did my job. First off, what you're really doing there is you're an investment banker. Somebody gives you money, you give them a return. However, that return isn't quantified in incrementality. It's how much can I take absolute credit for? And you see this a lot with people that really push for delayed attribution or will say, well, the data needs time to mature or things like, well, this is, you know, our view and this is our click and this is the overall projected outcome things. There is no value to that. You can 100% understand in a matter of days what happens. And honestly, up until the iOS 14.5 update in AEM, you understood within 24 hours. Now the only reason that it's slightly delayed is for privacy concerns around data. And even that isn't that big of a deal. So let's get down to what the problem here was. I was responsible for spending a million dollars to deliver a certain net result. Now, in this case, it was reaching a certain amount of people and getting a certain, you know, business, uh, you know, result out of it. Now, that business result was something that we basically projected. Now, mind you, when we pitched them on what that business result was, we went into Facebook, we took a look at a uh, what we think we could do. 
we gave ourselves 15, 20% headroom, you know, 10, 15% headroom and say, well, just to be sure, just to be safe in case something goes wrong, we make sure that we can still hit our numbers. Great. Totally makes sense, right? Let's not scope out our idea for the absolute best that we can do. Let's, you know, be realistic, you know? And if we do a little bit better than that, great. The other side of that is understanding that you're making a commission off of that. And to be fair, the client doesn't actually see the numbers. The client doesn't actually fully understand what happens because you technically don't even fully understand what happens. This is basically you define, hey, this is how we're going to interpret the truth. And mind you, the way you interpret that truth is almost always in the way that allows you to take the most amount of credit for everybody's work. And then we're going to report back to you on that. Now, therein lies part of the rub. The other side is your job at the ad agency is to deliver that net result. Now, your job at the ad agency isn't to do it efficiently. Your, your job at the ad agency is to deliver that promised result with the resources that were given to you because the business model is built off of commission on the ad spend. So in this case, let's just say it was 20% of the ad spend, all right? So we were charging them a very high ticket item for monthly management of their resources plus 20% of every dollar. So if you spend 100 bucks, we charge you $20 to manage that 100 bucks for you. Now, mind you, this is on a million dollar ad spend, so we're talking huge numbers, huge numbers, okay? So... You may be able to understand where this is going. Maybe you don't, and that's okay. So here's the thing. Now, I had worked that client up from 50000 a month to a million-dollar budget by basically constantly over-delivering, constantly showing them on reports, not, hey, you spent fifty grand. this is what you could do. The report was, this is what you could have done with hundred grand. Page two, this is what you could have done with eighty grand. Page three, this is all the opportunity that could have been left, that, that we, we could acquire. Page, like, nine is... You gave us 50, here's how much stuff, page 10 is how much more opportunity and how much money do you not want to make? So very hard sell, but the response to that is, oh my God, here's more money, go out and make me more money. I didn't realize this thing worked because honestly, nobody understood that Facebook worked. Um, this is well before the days of, I mean, a lot of the Facebook experts that I see now and agencies now weren't even in business then. We're talking like 2015, 2016, like, a lot of you hadn't even spent your first dollar, and I was spending a million a day. And this is before like the Facebook Pixel even existed at this time. I was, or like it had just been implemented. Conversion campaigns were just becoming a thing that even existed. Like Power Editor was still what things were. And if you don't know about Power Editor, like that was a whole other thing. I mean, we had right hand rail. It was all. It was, it was a whole. It was a whole different world. So my point with that is. What ultimately happened was I was commissioned to spend a million dollars and basically that million dollar promise was something like reach 80% of Americans at least three times within this 72 hour window. And it was to build awareness around a launch. Totally makes sense. And hey, if you've got fuck you money, this is the kind of thing you run your business by. And mind you, I was targeting interest groups and I was targeting demographics primarily so that we can understand where to advertise afterwards. So when, when you're trying to make interest groups work, realize that there's other people like me dropping six, seven figures a day, wildly inflating your cost of doing business. 
in a way that makes those people unhappy about being in that interest group. So when you think you're being clever by reducing your opportunity and really trying to hyper-focus on somebody, remember that I don't give a damn about business success and I'm going to wildly inflate your cost of doing business. So just some perspective on another reason why you should 100% never use interest groups among the million of other reasons and there's a fun vid for you. Okay, so getting back to the point, we, I was promised 80% of Americans, three times frequency, um, over a three-day period, million dollars. That was the scope. Now, it seemed reasonable, especially at the time when CPMs were like four bucks, five bucks. Now, mind you, at the time, I had made a really big reputation for wildly over-delivering on this stuff because I had figured out, now there's a tool called the Reach and Frequency Tool where you can put in an ungodly amount of money and Facebook just basically does the work for you and then spits it back out. Remember, most of the times when you're dealing with ungodly amounts of money inside of Facebook, somebody sets that thing up on like a Monday and then three, four weeks later spits out a report and that's the job. That's what you're hiring them for. And it's something that takes about 15 minutes. Uh, then you spend a couple days writing a report so that the other person feels good about showing the results to their boss because your ultimate job at an ad agency is to make the person that hired you look good to their employer. That's your only job. So how did this end up with me losing my gig? What happened was I did all of that work and maxed it out. Like legitimately Facebook would not spend anymore because what I had done is on a region frequency campaign, you secure a certain amount of inventory and you pay a price. Like you just say out front, Facebook's like, all right, we're going to make off this block against this audience and you just have it. We're going to sell it to you at a discount because you're prepaying for it. Now, what I would do is I would basically get that market rate and then I would use manual bidding against CPMs to crush it. So if Facebook said $5, I would just manual CPM, accelerated delivery, control my frequency through some other little bit of hackery and go for like four bucks. And if it worked, great, I'd blow through it. Now here's the problem. It worked. Now why is that a problem? Because I couldn't spend a million dollars. I got the job done for about 800 grand. I saved the client $200,000 in a three-day period. And I over-delivered. I actually hit 80%, 80, like 85% of Americans like five times. Like, I crushed. So what was the net result from that? A pat on the back? Was the net result on that like, oh my God, this is great. We're going to reward you from for saving the client 200 grand and kind of defining the best practices that we at this agency should be doing? No. The result of that conversation was we're not going to be able to bill them a million dollars next time and you cost us $40,000 in commission. So fuck you. We're going to put you on a performance report and you should probably find another place to work. And that was one of the big writings on the wall that my job... And what I found value in myself to do was very different than a lot of people. And when you get a, this very toxic culture built around spend for big ad agencies, understand that it is not built around the success of the client. 
It is built around vanity metrics for the ad agency owner and operators and seniors. It has nothing to do with the success of the brand. Now, success of the brand, great. That's a wonderful byproduct. But that success of the brand is almost always mitigated. And almost always could be better. Almost always. What you promise and what you deliver is far less than the actual net result that could be done. And it was very early on that I got that lesson, thankfully. Um, and I had been at other agencies. And I have since, you know, I was running my own agency before that. And I had worked at a couple agencies before that. And I'd worked at a couple since. And, and to be honest, this isn't every agency. I can think off the top of my head, this great Canadian ad agency that 100% runs off of a completely different business model. And I thoroughly enjoy and respect these people that align their goals by the success of their clients. Their focus is on scaling results, not scaling spend, because those are two fundamentally different things. So anyway, my point here is, I lost my job as an elite marketer at one of the top three ad agencies in the world after raising the budget of a client from $50,000 to a million dollars a day on peak days. Or this was a million dollars over a three-day period, but it was like we were running like eight clients. at the same. We were running like eight versions of this promotion. Anyway, the point is, I lost my job because I prioritized performance over the profit margin of the business. I was a liability to the ad agency because I worried and gave a fuck about the client. Now, you can say that this was an isolated incident, but I can promise you I had the same issue at the next agency I worked at. We could say, well, that's an old business model, but I can promise you they're 100%. The majority of business models around agencies that I see and people bragging on the internet are still built around spend or delayed attribution. Metrics that are not actionable, that do not actually relate to performance of the business and the incrementality and contribution to the margin of that business. That all being said, there are absolutely agencies out there that are 100% above board. And I don't wanna say that every ad agency is full of shit. And I don't want you to, to say, well, like I'm totally screwed and have to bring everything in. And hey, look, if you need to do that, I support you, and if there's anything I can do to help you, let me know. I'm not here to sell myself. Honestly, I don't need to. Uh, I'm doing just fine. Uh, my motivation here is not one of ego. I just want to let you guys know some fun stories about my trials and tribulations over nearly a decade and well over nine figures in spend and revenue. Um, and, and what that looks like in the real world for a lot of folks, because I have made more mistakes than most people will do in their career before they started. And I just want to share that stuff out because I think it's really interesting. And I wish, I wish somebody had told me that beforehand. But at the end of the day, I'm at where I'm at now because I chose integrity over vanity. I chose to prioritize the client over the employer. I chose to push boundaries. I was a bad employee. 
And because of that, I've become an elite marketer. And I regret nothing because, honestly, I'm in a far better situation now. That job, you were scolded if you left before dinner was delivered to the office. And I made far less money than I do now. So, I was very happy to get that lesson. And I 100% think every advert would benefit from being in an agency world because you got to understand how business works. But I also want to say that I have an extreme contempt for this toxic bro culture of people bragging about spend and people running their business model off of something that does not favor the success of their business partner. I think that is a liability on the ad industry. And to be fair, I think we're at a point where the playground is getting more and more leveled. And the people that have the most to lose are the ancient dinosaurs who ran their business model off of deceit, a lack of integrity, and deprioritizing the results of their clients over profit motive. So that being said, I'm really happy today and I wouldn't regret it. And I would not undo that effort if I ever had the chance to go back because it made me who I am today. And that is an absolute blessing. Anyway, again, this is Story Time with Charlie. If you like this, uh, please you know, sub. And if you want to see more videos, I think there's a box right there. Hopefully I get this stuff right. Anyway. See you guys later on the internet. Bye.